Welcome to On the Road to No Place Left. This is Feeney, and I'm driving as we learn to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard. We're in a series of short episodes to highlight mindset shifts that need to happen in our hearts and lives as we pursue movement. For an intro of the mindsets and Cindy who's sharing them, check out the first episode in this series. Let's jump in. We need to like believe the right things, right? I think like we said when we first started the series, but we also see, I know I've seen, like we, we can also act our way into a new way of thinking. Talking to this guy who I was just asking him his testimony and it was hysterical to me because he talked about when he first came to the, the shelter, he had this horrible attitude and then they have a, a kind of a work program. And he said when he started, he was like the worst employee ever. He just lays it around, didn't do anything. Well, then one day, another another formerly homeless guy at the center, like basically insults him, like literally just like says, you're you're good for nothing. You just sit around. And my friend, he just said, I'm going to prove that guy wrong. So that was actually the start of his journey towards Christ is completely ill motives. But he said, I'm going to start to be the opposite of what that guy thinks of me. And pretty soon as he did those things, that actually changed his mindset because he realized, oh, I can do those things. And then he he applied basically what was more in the physical realm, the, the work realm to his spiritual life. And he took ownership of that. So I just say that as an intro that it's like, like maybe we're like, hear these shifts and are like, oh, I got to get enough willpower to change my mind. Well, maybe it's, we just got to go out and actually start to do the practice, even if we have to admit we don't believe it yet. Yeah, no, I love that story. And I think it, it, fits with what we talked about in the first episode of the the pyramid and how the experiences influence that we're having influence our our thinking and our mindset enough for fruit is what you name this like what do you what do you mean by that well i think again the the negative mindset that so many of us get stuck in i've definitely been there myself and i see this a lot in those that i coach in disciple making is uh, thinking that I need more, you know, I don't have enough. I need more workers. I need more people. I need more money. I need something that I don't have in order to be able to see the results that I'm the fruit that I'm I'm wanting to see. And so the the mindset shift is really shifting from I don't have enough, or you might call it a scarcity mentality, to an understanding that I actually do have enough. I have what I need to be able to see a movement. But there's a caveat with that, which is really important. And that's we may need to do things differently. Mm. Right. So I have enough, but I may need to do things differently. An example, maybe that I can give of that, you know, um, again, I've done a lot of work in India and Nepal and South Asia. And um, a lot of our workers would think, you know, I just don't have enough support. Mm -hmm. If I just had more money, more people supporting me, if I could just buy that motorcycle that I need so I could go and travel to those villages, then I could get out there and I could, you know, I would see a lot more happen. So I'm stuck at home and I don't have what I need to be able to see um, see fruit. But it says, you know, in Second Peter 1, 3, and this is a powerful verse, you know, that He's, God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Mm -hmm. And when God calls us to do something, he has given us what we need mm -hmm. to do it. You know, so when we see that we don't, when we think we don't have enough or we think we aren't enough, 
then that means that there's it's a, like a red flag mindset shift <laughs> needed mm-hmm. here, you know, and it's just so easy to fall into that. Um, but we may need to do things differently. So for example, we were training church planners and we were training disciple makers and we were running these schools that were three months long and uh, people would have to leave their job and come and be a full-time student in the school. And then we had a two-year internship and we would, you know, train them in church planning. You know, Mm -hmm. it costs a lot of money for the students to come. It costs a lot of money for us to run those. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so there would be this issue of, you know, we don't have enough money to run a school and we don't have enough staff to run the school. We decided to change the way we trained and we started doing what's what we call just in time training. And we started instead of doing three month trainings that was in house, we started doing one or two day trainings with people who are interested in disciple making. And then we would do a follow up training with those who are implementing and we would train those more. And we started seeing way more fruit for way less money, (laughs) you know, and we, we didn't, most of the time it didn't cost hardly anything to run those trainings. And yet, you know, the fruit was just so much greater. And we started seeing movements starting to emerge out of those trainings. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of, we have what we need. We just don't realize what it is because we're stuck in a rut of doing things in a particular way. We need to shift our thinking to realize we do have what, what we need, but what do I need to do differently, Lord? Sometimes that's a real internal thing of who we mm-hmm. are, thinking I'm not enough, something that I think many, many people struggle with, thinking I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not whatever enough. If that's you and that's resonating with you and you're saying, you know, you've heard yourself say those things. If I only had this, maybe yeah. more would happen here. Um, mm-hmm. To really go to God and say, God, Help me to believe that you've given me, that your word is true. You've given me what I need for life and godliness and to obey you and for this call that's on my life, mm-hmm. this vision that you placed in me. And would you help me to open my eyes again to see what I could do differently? Mm-hmm. So some nuances I feel like I've seen in North America. One of them would be that more training. I feel like I can see a uh, people that have some, their curiosity has peaked like, man, wow, what is God doing? But then it's like, I went to this training and then, oh, I didn't quite, maybe I got it. Maybe I didn't, I wasn't seeing fruit. Now I'm going to go get a similar training from this organization, or they're going to be at this conference. And then some great, maybe, um, bivocational or co-vocational brothers and sisters that actually there is more, I just need more time. Like if I had, Maybe I need the income to give me the time, but if I just had an extra five hours in a week, then I'd be able to do this. Uh, those are those are very relevant. I mean, the more training one is is common, I think, to all of us. I think in other parts of the world, it's more the degrees. You know, if I just had more credentials, mm-hmm. I think in the U.S., it's you know maybe I didn't find the right trainer. I think more than the right training, it's are we willing to take that knowledge and put it into behavior and practice. Mm-hmm. More training often just confuses us. So much of DMM stuff is learned in the field. It's learned by doing. Mm-hmm. So not that we would say I have to do it more, but I think we have to at least do what we learned, you know, rather than just piling on more and more trainings or reading more and more books. The more time one, maybe I can just comment on that one a little bit too. I think that's that's not unique to America um, or to mm-hmm. the West, but it is very real, I think, for people here. I think what we often fail to see 
understand that we have what we need. We just may need to do things differently. A lot of times we don't see the opportunity to utilize the the places where we already are as places to make disciples. Mm -hmm. And we think, oh, I, I need to have more time to go out and do ministry, but to really think, okay, how can I utilize my natural rhythms mm -hmm. as opportunities to make disciples? So again, that's a shift in in our thinking to say, okay, maybe the discovery Bible study that I start will be in my workplace at yeah. the lunch hour. I'm going out for exercise to the gym every day anyway. Mm -hmm. How can the gym be my mission field? You know, <laughs> I, I really believe in attending church and things like that, but sometimes we prioritize church activity over prioritizing going to the gym and taking that extra 20 minutes to chat with people there. Well, these are really rich. And I, yeah, I would just, again, come in exactly what you said is we, we do have enough, but we may need to do things differently. So let's just all lean into that truth. If you want to hear all 12 of Cindy's mindset shifts, be sure to subscribe to the on the road podcast. You can do that through whatever podcast app you're listening to, or head to ontheroad.link to get new episodes delivered to your email inbox. You can also check the show notes at that same URL for links to Cindy's blog and training courses. This is Feeney. Thanks for listening. The On The Road podcast is to encourage you to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard.